Hello, happy December, happy holidays, and welcome to Voices of CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders, sponsored by Old Republic Surety. I'm your host, Sal Marino, CFMA's Director of Communications and an Assistant Editor for CFMA Building Profits. This month, I'm talking with Rhett Ennis. Rhett is a Managing Director at CBiz, and he is also the Chair for CFMA's Membership Committee. Rhett, thanks for joining me today. Let's just jump right in. Can you give everyone a little bit of background about what you do? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm with CBiz MHM. I'm out in uh, Seattle, well, technically Bellevue, Washington. We're, we're known as the Seattle uh, lo- local office for CBiz. So CBiz is a uh, nationwide kind of top 10 uh, CPA firm specializing in, you know, tax, audit, you know, they do benefits and insurance, uh, everything. We do we do it all, basically, one-stop shop uh, for not just contractors, construction, but a lot of, you know, mid-market businesses. We focus on that that mid-market, which obviously construction is a sweet spot for that. You know, right. we're, we're, we're pretty big, but not, you know, not the biggest guy in the room. We, we like to say we we out local the nationals and out national the locals. That's that's how we approach this thing. So, uh, great resources. But you know, our our offices that specialize in construction. You know, we're we're kind of born and raised in the markets that we serve, and you know, we've right. kind of built them from from small firms frequently to pretty large presences in, in the construction markets we go after and work in. So, um, I've been with my firm, which was a, a fairly recent acquisition by CBiz. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, we were okay. previously we were previously Burnson Porter out here in Bellevue, and we've been around since 1985. Founded by two partners, Greg Porter, Bob Burnson, uh, built it you know bootstraps, ground up, you know <laughs> ratio algebra, all that. Uh, started the firm on a credit card, grew it to you know 120 wow. plus. Yeah, yeah, grew it to 120 plus people before we merged with CBiz in 2021, uh, and we've kind of we we're always focused on the mid-market before and really started in construction. That's where they built the practice around. You know, obviously a lot of CPA firms uh, focus on different industry groups. The very first one that they we focused on was construction. It's like construction, real estate, manufacturing, distribution, and there's some others that go on to that. But our bread and butter has always been construction. So we were, you know, Steve uh, is a top top 10-ish, whatever, uh, you know, firm for accounting, for specializing in construction. Our firm prior to joining CBiz, we were top 20 on our own. So we were we were pretty wow. well known for it even before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been with the firm uh, over 20 years. So I started in January of 20, uh, 2003. Um, yeah, I was I was thinking about that before this meeting. You know, I, was, I, I went through college, you know, during the dot com boom and bust and Right. You know, I, I, me and all my friends thought we were going to go work for the big four and, you know, go get golden tickets and go get stock options somewhere and, you know, strike it rich, which, of course, didn't happen for anybody. <laughs> you know, right. so when I you know, I came out of college, I graduated right after Enron and 9-11 and the big four, the big four not only weren't hiring back then, they were mostly like firing my friends and letting them off and stuff. So when a yep. when a when a when a well-known mid-market firm came knocking and said, "Hey, do you want to think about specializing in construction rather than technology?" I was like, "I know nothing about construction, but it sounds great. Thank you." <laughs> and you didn't go to school for tech, did you? No, I went to school for accounting. So okay. I, you know, I went 
I went into I went to Gonzaga University and they have a really they have a really strong accounting program, uh, fantastic accounting program. That was one of the reasons that I, that drew me there. I actually started there before they became known for basketball. I, I knew about them because I grew up in the Northwest, but they were not well known yet. Um, and they had a great accounting program, really high uh, pass rate for the CPA exam and a really high job placement rate. Basically, if you if you, you know graduated with a degree there you're almost guaranteed a job and you had a really good chance to pass the cpa exam and i was like boom i can make money doing that it sounds great <laughs> you know right. so took that path and you know I, i've been with my firm here ever since so started right out of college over 20 years ago and uh i specialize in audit and a test work and consulting um you know I, i've been on that side of the house my whole career uh, I was, you know, I was a partner with uh, Bernstein Porter prior to joining CBiz. Technically, my uh, title now is a managing director at CBiz, and I lead uh, the construction practice group. I guess you could say for the Northwest, but we're kind of one office, so it covers the whole thing. Yeah. So, and uh, CBiz has, you know, several offices around the country that specialize in construction. We're one of them. Phoenix, Kansas City, Philadelphia. There's there's a handful of us. Oh, uh, Indianapolis. Uh, it's pretty pretty good group of guys and gals that uh, pretty much focus 100% on construction and very passionate about it. So, very nice. So, how did you get involved with CFMA from there? It's a good question. Uh, so, we've our firm's been involved in CFMA uh, forever. The local chapter out here, which is called the Puget Sound chapter, I think we've had somebody like either involved in the board or committees. Uh, since before I, I started at the firm over 20 years ago. So we, we've been active in the local CFMA chapter for a very long time. Uh, my predecessor who ran our construction practice before me, when he rolled off and rolled me on, he's like, oh, by the way, you're also going to join the board at CFMA. Uh, and I was like, oh, I, I don't have a say in this matter, do I? He's like, no, you absolutely do not. He's like, also, I was the membership committee uh, chair for the local chapter, and you're going to probably have to do the same. So <laughs> it was like uh, I went from knowing very little about CFMA other than having attended a few local chapter events and meetings to all of a sudden I'm on the board and OK, what do we do next? <laughs> so, well, well, you know, we do love the word voluntold at CFMA. So we have uh, over 9000 members. We're approaching 10000 members. We are currently running our 12 plus membership program, which is the best time of the year to join. Uh, because your benefits will be extended until the end of March 2025. So it's a great deal. But as the chair for the membership committee, what is your elevator pitch when you're talking to people who aren't CFMA members to get them to join? Who who aren't members, which if anymore, it's hard for me to come across somebody who isn't. But, you know, <laughs> uh, when when I do meet somebody and and I think they should be, you know, part of the organization, become a member. I just, first of all, I ask them, you know, what organizations are they a member of? Sometimes, usually if they're not a major member of CFMA, they're probably not involved in much else either, is my experience. So then you're kind of getting them, it's kind of a personal choice. So I'm saying, look, I understand your time is really limited, especially if they're a general member and they're, you know, a controller or a CFO of a, you know, successful construction company, they're busy. Their time is, is at a premium. So my pitch to them is usually, hey, you should consider joining because your level of involvement is what you want it to be. You know, the basic resources are available to you that can help you in, in you know, doing your job better, like just just getting building profits, just being able to attend the webinars that really spark your interest at kind of at your leisure, um, getting involved at the local chapter. You, you can be a member and there's really not 
a big ask on your time unless you want it to be. If you want to get involved, right. you know, your commitments, it's up to you. But we're going to put you know, the local chapters, put a lot of effort into giving our local members value for their dollars and time. Like, you know, we give them great education. We try to give them relevant, uh, you know, topics to what's happening in our region specifically as much as we can, whether it's, you know, we will do job site tours with some of the big national builders out here. We talk about, we get updates from, you know, the Department of Transportation. It, there's so many different ideas and topics ranging from, you know, technical, even tax and audit type stuff updates all the way to, you know, soft skills. You know, that's been a big push lately with, you know, uh, DE and I, we, we try and focus at least one educational event around, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion every every year, which has been great because it's a really important topic in construction. I guess what I tell them overall is CFMA is probably the best single resource you can have as a construction financial manager. If you're going to pick one, this is the one. Like there's, you'd probably have to pull from four or five other resources to get as much as you can get from this single membership is the way I look at it. So, you know, Connection Cafe is another way they can get get information that you don't have to use it every day, but just follow that digest and you can see what other CFMs are talking about, what's on their minds. And I, I, I read it every day. I don't read every point by point, but I skim it to see what right. the topics are. And I'll drill down into stuff when it's like, oh, my clients are dealing with this. And then I'll share. I frequently share the results from those conversations with other you know, leaders in my firm too, because there's a lot of smart people involved in those conversations and they're being very open about those topics that are important to them. And there's really not many other resources out there that are comparable. One of the things that has always amazed me with CFMA members is how willing they are to help in any questions that people have. Like you could go through and search page after page of Google search results and weed through all these different questions and answers, or you could go to the Connection Cafe and get your question answered by one of our members, a real person who has going through the exact same thing that you're going through, you know? Absolutely. To that point, during, uh, you know, the early stages of COVID and the PPP, when the PPP 1.0 came out, a lot of uh, organizations are trying to put out education and thought leadership around that. And like, Two of the best webinars that came out were done by CFMA. Two CFMA members presented. I'm forgetting their names right now, but they were really great. And those are resources that I am pretty sure many CPA firms around the country used in designing their consulting practices right. around PPP for, for their clients. It was such a great resource because uh, the CFMA members put a lot of time into reading the the constantly changing rules at PPP because it was evolving. I mean, it started out with like 12 and then all of a sudden it's 43 rules and then it's like 62, whatever the numbers were. It was just insane, you know, and to have people that were really drilling into it and be willing to share their insights with it. And it's like, God, remember that the, uh, Form 3509 with like the eligibility, like the backwards looking like, hey, did you really qualify for this? And there's really great thought leadership that came out from CFMA around that when that was such a big concern. And yeah, it's again to somebody who isn't part of CFMA, but should be, they just don't know what they're missing out on if they're not in there. There's just so many great resources uh, that even me, I have tons of resources at my disposal from my own firm. Like we we're constantly you know, putting out thought leadership around changes in technical standards and so forth. But when it comes to serving my clients, I spend probably half my time looking to 
CFMA for resources because that's what they are concerned with, you know. So for me, you know, even on the associate side of it, so, you know, I, I tend to focus on general members because that's, as an associate member, I'm motivated to be part of CFMA because I, I, I have to build my network, you know, that's, right. that's how that's how we're, that's how we get better at our careers, serving right. our clients by learning from the industries that we, that we specialize in, reading, building profits. Like if you're, you know, if you're in my industry and you don't read a, a trade publication like Building Profits, are you really specializing in that industry? That's what I tell people. It's like right. you have to, you know, you have to be invested in the publications that serve that industry. And, and, and Building Profits is, you know, one of the best ones out there. I read pretty much all of them, um, at least occasionally. Building Profits is probably the only one I read consistently. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's good content and there's not there's really nothing else like it out there that most people can easily access just by a single membership most yeah if you're going to get that kind of thought leadership you'd have to pull from multiple resources i feel like if you weren't just getting it through building profits well obviously i'm a bit biased because i uh work for building profits magazine but i agree with you on all of those points but let's talk a little bit about you being the chair of the membership committee can uh, for for those who don't know, what does the membership committee do? Uh, you know, w- our charter is uh, such that you know we're tasked to do a number of things, but we right. we we meet monthly, and our goal is to make sure that the membership offering is qu- high quality. And we're looking at affinity programs, which is a great benefit too. On that elevator mm-hmm. speech speech idea, like hey, there's affinity programs, so if you're a CFMA member, there's a whole. Uh, batch of really high quality service groups, organizations that, you know, partner with CFMA to offer things at discounts to to our members. And it's also mostly targeted general members, you know, so uh, technology resources, uh, like we were just evaluating in the membership committee earlier this year, we've been evaluating a contract analysis tool that uses AI to look at construction contracts and produce reports that uh, kind of gives you like a dashboard of the key issues in the contract so you don't have to you know necessarily read the whole things top to bottom right. so risk management is a big component of that uh of that you know endeavor but you know as a membership committee we're just looking at hey we got to maintain uh the quality of membership we got to obviously seek to increase membership for cfma because you know growing is important you want to grow uh and also maintaining the mix of general versus associate members there's there's a healthy mix and i mean the good news is the general membership group has grown phenomenally the last five years it's really really strong uh you said the start here like we're over nine thousand members i think the yeah. last report i saw it's like 63 or 64 percent general members right that's fantastic that's really good for an organization of this size well you all keep doing what you're doing on the membership committee and we will be at ten thousand members in no time so let's uh switch gears a little bit and talk about advice. Do you have a piece of advice that you've held on to over the years that you receive that you really like? Great question. This, this is an interesting one that maybe not everybody has this perspective. Uh, one of our um, founding partners, Bob Bernson, he used to tell us when he talked about getting out and building your network and going to events like CFMA uh, at the local level and national level, which by the way, we can talk about the national convention, at, which is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> But he he told me, he's like, look, you know, first of all, don't just go stand and talk to the people, you know, you know, branch out, go walk around the room. Don't just talk to your buddy because you're not going to learn anything by just talking to the guy that knows all the same stuff you already know. Go talk to people you don't know and you'll learn things. And he said, 
sometimes it's the people kind of hanging out in the wings that look like they're just observers that have the most insightful things to say. He's like, go talk to them. He said, you know, they might be a little introverted. They might be a little bit shy, but one, they're going to appreciate your interaction more times than not. And two, they frequently have something really cool to say. And that's where you can learn. We have a, in our local chapter, there's a, one of our you know success stories we talk about frequently. There's a two general members, one who's been a member for a very long time. He's a CFO of a really successful local contractor and uh, another one who's a CFO of a non-competing but similar you know size type company. And the incoming uh, member, he was brand new to construction. He actually used to work in retail and he wasn't a CFMA member yet, but attended based on a recommendation from maybe a banker or something like that to go to CFMA meeting, check it out, just go get, you know, see what it's about, maybe become a member. He went to uh, his first meeting, which was, you know, one of our educational updates with the social component, happy hour afterward. And he, he just kind of stumbled into talking to the, you know, the experienced uh, CFO and like the experienced CFO, like, took him under his wing. He's like, it sounds like you don't know a whole lot about what's going on here. So I'm going to help you really smart guy, but came from a completely different industry, you know? And so it's a big success story because now the, the new CFO who's been a CFO of construction company here for gosh, six, seven years now, I believe he's now like on our panels at the local chapter level. He's like, you know, he's looked up to you now. He went, but it helped accelerate his career, you know, because right. there was, there was a CFMA member who saw an opportunity to, you know, help, help somebody, you know, and he did. And it's boom. It just goes like that. So yeah, I think getting involved is so important because building that network helps you build friendships, which is where you really share knowledge and learn. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't think we can talk about friendships and networking and not mention CFMA's annual conference and exhibition, which you brought up before. Just a plug that people can go to the conference website to put your information in to get notified when registration opens in January. I have it linked below. Uh, but my first conference was Vegas in 2019. And I think my mind was blown just in the sense of how many networking opportunities, educational opportunities, opportunities to just hang out with people you haven't seen, you know, in a year and have fun things to do as well. And I think that seemed unique for me because I've never had that sort of experience before. Yeah, 100, 100%. The, the national conference, I, and this is, I, I tell this to people too when they're first joining CFMA at, at our local chapter level, said, hey, I encourage you to get involved at local chapter level and I challenge you to consider going to the national convention because it's, yeah. it's by far the best experience you can have in terms of networking, education. I mean, you can't, it's hard to pack there's no way you could pack more into three or four or five days than what right. gets done at that national convention for, for, for this group of people. Yeah. I, I went to the Vegas uh, convention. It was fantastic. My first one was the, I remember the Phoenix uh, convention was my first one that I went to. And I didn't know many people there because for whatever reason, there was only a handful of people there from my local chapter, from the chapter board. But I did have uh, one of my clients was there and he went out on a hike like out, out in the Saguaro that he organized because he'd been going to the National Convention for a while and made a lot of friends. And the first night I got there, he said, sat me down with the friends he made on the hike. 
And then I became immediately friends with all those people. And then uh, from that moment on, it was like everywhere I went, I was going somewhere with somebody I just met, you know, from that point. Right. I think I think that's the experience everybody has when they go to the convention for the first time. You're going to yeah. find a group of people and you become fast friends and you're probably going to be friends forever. <laughs> you know? Yes, absolutely. I really think that is a shared experience by everybody. Well, Rhett, we've come to the end of the podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? No, I mean, God, there's, it's really hard to talk about all the benefits of it in a, in a short right. window of time, right? There's, we could just ramble on and on and on. <laughs> I mean, you can just go to CFMA.org and look at the benefits if you haven't already before. But, you know, peer groups and yeah, suicide prevention is a big thing. Again, going back to that one-stop resource for, you know, CFOs, controllers, and everybody else in construction, like, hey, everything that should be important to a CFM is somebody at CFMA, some group, some committee professionals that work for the organization like you you're trying to give you know resources and content and ideas to these people so they don't have to think of it on their own like here's here's either a really well developed like a peer group like here's right. a peer group you can join right now and have an immediate impact here's a book of resources about dei and suicide prevention and all these things are really important in the industry it's all here and it's you know how how you use it from there is kind of up to you as a member, but I feel like most members get at least the value and then some out of their annual membership. It's really not that expensive. So Excellent. Well, thank you again, Rhett. I really appreciate you taking the time. Good to talk with you. And thank you everyone for joining me on another episode of Voices of CFMA, sponsored by Old Republic Shorty. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. I will talk to everyone in 2024 and I hope you all have great holidays. <laughs>